So today, Lindsay, she had to come in here and watch videos that her students have submitted for their final projects. And this was the day after I had, you know, spent 30 minutes on Sunday trying to set up this new system that was a, a little bit better than just the direct extension. And uh, she comes in and goes, Justin, I couldn't even get through like five seconds of the video. And I thought, shoot. <gasps> yeah, I know. I know. It's always that way. Uh-huh. And so I went in, came in here. And when when we decided to go ahead and do it tonight, I decided um, I decided to double check and see what the settings were. And sure enough, I was connecting from here to the router, not to that midpoint that I'd set up. Uh, so I got this. Yeah. yeah, I swapped it. Um, I was a little worried because it was kind of doing its thing, connecting, making sure all the chains were working. Uh, and then the call came in. And uh, and sure enough, man, I checked the speed. It's way it's way better than it was um, when I checked oh, it before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. So really, man, you have to make sure it's all set up properly because, you know, it matters. <laughs> yeah, man. That was that was and that was completely. Uh, <laughs> I was going to do it if man. you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, so this is actually the first. This is the first uh, Integrity Blues track I'm doing with you. You did yours with Susie, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and you guys did, which seems to be um, the the top track off of this album, which happens to be in terms of what popularity. Yes. Or? Yeah, it seems like that. Ah, I see. Yeah. So you've already done this before. You've been through this whole thing. Um, this is old hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, when you did You Are Free, which is uh, which was great when you did. I still remember the joke that you said about um, about you and Wes. <laughs> you guys were at the beach or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, was yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, you it were was, at Disneyland. Uh, it was. Yeah, that's it. it. We went to Disney World. That's it. Um, before he turned three, um, and we told him it was because You Are Free. Yeah, <laughs> which he'll understand later in life. Exactly, yeah. Just the value of that. <laughs> yes, so we are doing uh, It Matters, which didn't have a lot of, didn't seem to have a lot of information on it. Uh, I saw a lot of love when I went through the community part and went and looked at both Facebook and there was the subreddit. There was a lot of commenting where people mentioned It Matters. It was more You Are Free on this album. Uh, but those are the two that seem to get a lot of mentions, um, you know, during that during that part of my research. Right. And this is the is this the second album with Justin Meldel Johnson at this point? This is the first. This is the very first this that they've done. This is their done. first, yeah. Yeah, and this was 2016. This dropped yeah. October 21st of 2016. And I love this. So this was recorded at Sunset Sound, Unit 2, which is in Tempe, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And Shay JMJ, which isn't that a cool name? <laughs> it I is. imagine I that. I think it's an Echo Park near Dodger Stadium. Is it? Yeah. Is it a, fa- is it a facility? Feeling. I think it's his house. That's what I thought. And that's what I would assume yeah. with someone that when they say, oh, this is a Shay, Shay Miller, you know, welcome to my house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's what I imagine. What a cool way to label it, man. Shay JMJ. Right. Shay Justin Meldel Johnson, man. So all those three locations, there's no there, there's no uh, mention of where any one of these was recorded, any particular space. But it uh, looks like yeah. mostly mostly on the West Coast, right? If only one uh-huh. third of those locations was uh, was their personal uh, recording spot. Right. And I always assume that's probably where they demoed stuff and anything that uh, came over from the demos and stayed on the record is why Unit 2 gets a yeah, gets a nod. 
Yeah, that's a good. Um, that's a good. But uh, I do know that JMJ did. No, uh, that's not true. I know he went out there. So, um, at least I know he went out there on surviving. Uh, right. Yeah, I remember, I remember reading about something that. to Instagram about coming home or something. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, so yeah, so, track three of eleven. It matters. Apparently, I put uh, from album. It matters. <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is a another slower jimmy eat world track that talks again about yeah. uh in, in my opinion relationship issues of another you know, <laughs> going through a different issue in this one jimmy eat world i know. know and it's neat that they can go through 100 and something songs 150 songs and uh and talk about a majority of them being you know that that subject of relationships and love uh but still give you the the distinct sound on certain tracks and and the way that they word uh, the lines and lyrics it's all very unique although yeah i do want to talk with you when we get to the next static prevails track you know i told you i was listening to it again on sunday yeah and there are so many times in that record where you hear the same beat but just a, a different chords and then obviously different oh, lyrics it's like a blank record <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get there but this one is very different it it, it gets over and in my opinion, let me look at this the the album listing here. We've got Futures, Chase This Light. Chase This Light, I think I've mentioned before, is like a, well, maybe the first departure from the rock sound and more of an experimental into probably what Blink, or at Blink, geez, what Jimmy Eat World would become. Uh, invented, Damage, and then Integrity Blues. So we're deep into this, into their catalog of uh, exploring their new Jimmy Eat World sound. And it's... I don't know. What could you would you, would you back me up and say that um, Integrity Blues gets the least amount of love on like the Facebook page? <laughs> Doesn't this? Oh, I suppose I yeah. I, uh, I don't. I guess I don't think. I mean, of, everyone uh, on that page community. loves loves them, right? Right. But just if you had to say, uh, you know, looking at at what people say about it, and maybe I'm I'm thinking more more of the the subreddit. It just seems like Integrity Blues doesn't really. I don't know if it's the the cohesive sound of the album, if it's what they did with a couple of the tracks, but it just, to me, what I, what I read, it didn't seem to get that much love. Um, I, there wasn't a, t- I guess I didn't look for the album specifically, but you know, I do, we do our community deep dives and I didn't find much about not only the record, but this song in particular right. on the Facebook page. So yeah, I'd say that's uh yeah. 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 So the, the um, shall we uh, go ahead? I was going to say, shall we start looking at lyrics? Because I actually Absolutely. only listened to the song a couple times before we uh, hit record. And I didn't even read along with the lyrics. So I am ready to play armchair expert. Let's and do this. And I know what this song is about. Yeah. So um, again, before we we read through these lyrics, I think it's important to take the title of the track because this one does show up in the song. And I think that is a pushpin in our wall of facts or derivations. My goodness, man, derivations from this uh, when, when we read these lyrics. Um, but when they come into the chorus and they say it, I think that it that part, it really matters that he says that. So um, the very first verse, um, he just gets right into it with whoever he's speaking to in this. We're losing several steps ahead. Uh, it's strange. But. When he says it's strange, I love that he says it's strange because to me it seems like it's an uncertain um, right. fact that that mm-hmm. it, it, I get it. It's an it's a it's a strange aside uh-huh. to throw in there. It it takes a bit of the edge off if there's implied edge, but yeah, yeah. 
So we're losing. Several it's almost s- like, am I misunderstanding something? It's weird, right? <laughs> like, right. And you, if you want to break this down and go, are we losing several steps ahead, or are we we're losing several steps ahead? You know, and, and I know that I don't know if you have the liner notes, but it, it probably would break down to the grammar and, and if there is a comma in there. But I'm going to grab it. You Hold know, on. Yeah, go ahead. So we're losing several steps ahead. I'm assuming that. Uh, Genius has the correct grammar, and this is a. In fact, song meanings did not have the right lyrics, so I made sure I did Ugh, not look at those hot. lyrics. The uh, okay. so we're losing several steps ahead. It's strange, and and I, I'm thinking the future. The future is what he's talking about. The future appears to be more and more uncertain, and which is out of. Uh, They're on two different lines. No punctuation. All caps. Okay. Okay. So it's we're losing. Um, where does the line break? Interesting. It says we listen several steps ahead. It's strange on the liner notes. Wow. Okay. Well, never. Why don't I, should we do? We, let's hit play. Let's see what we think it is. Okay. Here we go. I've got this up right now. Ooh, twinkly. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's got to be we listen. We listen yep. several several steps ahead. That's way more clear now, having read those lyrics. So this is completely wrong. Um, <laughs> and this was grabbed from... Oh, I have a Genius account. I grabbed mine from Genius, and I got We Are Losing. I'm going to edit dude, the lyrics. You got to annotate that, or edit it, whatever it, it... Yeah, I guess it would yep. be an edit, huh? Not an annotation. Um, So we listen several steps ahead, which I, I think does still... Go back to what I think this is: is that they're they're looking ahead, they're listening um, in this case, but they're essentially doing the same thing of using a sense to look ahead. And uh, to me, I think that it feels like it's more uncertain. It's it's strange. And uh, anything you do, any way you move, whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is, um, however you move, whatever it is you do or say, um, then with any strain, it feels so helpless. A trap we yep. build ourselves, we can't be without. And I'm thinking there, he's saying, even in the smallest arguments now, at this point in our relationship, um, that's what's doing us in. We've gotten down to where we are bickering um, on, on the, the the silliest of, of things. Uh, and uh, they've come to understand that. And it's that. become part of our relationship. Yeah, part of their everyday lives. Yeah. That's what it is, is they, they wake up and, and have a small argument over toast. This is burnt. I asked for <laughs> regular toast. And from toast. a style... From a style standpoint, I love how if you were to read it, you almost can't find the meter. Yeah, and I, I, I lost it there. <laughs> it's how he sings it. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear me lose it's it after how I was? He sings it. That's... Yeah. And I was trying to read it, and I had to listen to him play it because me just looking when I was doing the the lyrics research, looking at the lyrics, I was completely lost. And partially that's because I haven't listened to um, that particular track in a while. Um, sorry, but. Uh, I hadn't, and so I couldn't um, recollect that in my head. And I just said, you know, I got to listen to this and, and read along as I listen to the track, which made way more sense. But you're right. There's there's a, a certain way that he pauses on, even though the punctuation makes sense, he pauses on certain words, draws them out. And uh, yeah, you can't read it like this and, and get the you get the metering right. 
It's so funny. I almost want to because I'm I'm looking. There's like a side. There's like extra words in the liner notes that are not on this genius page. Um, do you saw the song queued up? Yeah. I so, that. uh, go ahead and hit play, and let's hear where we are. We listen to Okay, let's hear. Anything you do. Okay, so in the liner notes, he says in anything you do, but that's implied here. So he did just say anything you do. He doesn't say the word in. Yeah. So the next place, I'm like, I'm sort of digging down. In verse two, Genius says, well, there's my dream. Doesn't it sound good to you? But well isn't in the liner notes. It just says, there's my dream. In and the there's actually notes? a comma there. So yeah, in the liner notes, it just says, there's my dream, comma. Doesn't it sound good to you? That's the only thing. Do you want to try and jump oh, ahead no, to verse two and see comments. if I can um, grab that part? Uh, well, let's talk about the chorus because okay. he. The, the only reason I skip the chorus in the liner notes is he actually they don't list the chorus until the end of the uh, of the lyrics and they're all handwritten, you know. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. So this is like this is. Oh, I'm interested because get right. No, yeah, they only write the chorus once stylistically in this. Uh, probably because it's all handwritten. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna write right. the chorus at the end." Yeah, <laughs> the, thing, yeah, the listeners can figure thing. it out on their own. This is not a font. This is handwritten by Mr. Atkins himself. Yeah, which I love. I know that he's got the picks that aren't. I mean, they, they've they've stamped his handwriting on there. Yeah. It says Jim Atkins on there, but uh, I love that. And and I I got this from I did. Does your dad uh, write in all caps? He does. Is that so do I, I think is that a dad thing? Because I do it. I mean, I do it, it now too. Yeah, I prefer writing in all caps. Yeah. Do you write in all caps? Forty four J pod. <laughs> so with the chorus, we've got uh, when you pull away, I say it matters. And what I gather from that is first he needs to he's telling her how he feels and the fact that uh, even is something as simple as a pull away that you aren't responding to my my cry for uh you know attention or this comment that i'm making that we're supposed to be having a conversation and she pulls away hey that matters the fact that you're doing this is that that you're gonna do us in and uh, that what you're doing there is it matters and with a quiet face i break i shatter and i i imagine he's not getting a response when he's when he's just trying to to lay it on just say look do you care about this relationship and a cool line too right. with 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 the two um it's with the two uh, it's like it's almost like a parenthetical right with the quiet face i break i shatter yep very cool yep. it's funny because they missed the parenthetical on the next line in genius but he has the then comma okay yeah written. and i think that means so much more than then okay we'll trade no it's like then comma okay yeah we'll trade on a separate line <laughs> separate line but after yeah, it's, it's amazing good. how I much the grammar, a... you know, can play into this. And yes. and so on the third line of the course, we've got then, okay, we'll trade, but after, which is a tough line to read. I'm gathering that we'll trade is, would you agree that it's we'll trade glances? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Or uh, trade um, retorts. Maybe she's trying to interrupt and, and he uh, wants to finish his point. Ooh, man, that's good. Yeah, you're right, because we'll trade. We'll go back and forth. Yeah. Then, okay, we'll like, trade. Like, if you're, uh, I guess he he's taking it personally, right? She's pulling away. She's got a quiet face. It's really hurting him. And he's got something to hurt her with, but he's not done yet. Right. And then it goes, then, okay, we'll trade. But after, nothing new to see saying what you mean. 
when you pull away. Nothing's changed as, and then she turns away from him yet again and either physically turns away or just is, is not agreeing to his, um, his request to try and make things better. Yeah, man, that's cool. It's tough to read though with, but after, is it, but after then like, a, I think a, it's a like, colon. but after I make this point, <laughs> but yeah, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Then, okay. We'll trade, but after, and then it seems like she pulls away. So there's yeah. nothing new to see. Yep. You're Mm-mm. saying what you mean when you pull away. Yeah. Like, I get it. That's all right. Right. And then he goes into the mode of, um, I imagine, uh, introspection and sort of uh, trying to trying to wish or think in his mind of, of better times. He goes, I imagine talks that last all night. That's where we should be right now. Not, yep. not on these small things. Never bring it up, but every day I want to. It's just sad. It sounds like he's, uh, he's, he's kind of stuck in a, a poor situation. By his own yeah. doing, I have no idea. <laughs> and I think it's um you know what I mean like sometimes you think I could have this conversation right now but that's going to ruin the night. We're having an okay night. Yeah. With her like what do I want more? Do I want to have a knockdown drag out or is her pulling away and us not talking about it at all better? You, right. You're making that decision for yourself. What is the more pragmatic outlook? Right. And that was a great nod to Weezer by the way. Uh-huh. Oh, which <laughs> Uh, knockdown drag out war is one of oh. the titles of their tracks. So, <laughs> so I always love when people use that. Um, and then I, so you're saying that in the liner notes, it doesn't have well. It does not have well, there's my dream. It just has there's my At dream. The end, yeah. Yep. I still, I like it because it's almost like he's shrugging his shoulders. Well, there's my dream. Doesn't it sound good to you? I agree that I'm sort of interested. Let's hear. Uh, should we maybe now try to find Yeah, you know, I missed, I missed a line verse. that, that may be important. Um, the, the Mm, third mm -hmm, line was, mm -hmm. I think about us dancing, but it's not something we do. I did read one of the comments Mm -hmm. on the subreddit saying that that may be something sexual. Like the guy wants to try something and she's not into it. I just think it, uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah. I think it's an extension of what he was saying in the beginning. Like I imagine talks on that. I imagine these, these, uh, positive things that couples do dancing and and it's sure. Exactly. These tropes. Like, exactly. I I mean, if you, especially like if you get in a fight with your significant other and then you're watching a movie where there's a happy couple and you're just like, yeah, yeah, they make it look easy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to try and jump, jump in at the chorus or where the verse lies. Uh, the question is the verse. So, okay. uh, We'll see if I can jump in there. Let's see one. Let's try one thirty. Not bad. Here we go. So do you think uh, it's just something that when they recorded it, it just so sounded, good. it yep. sounded like, better yeah, for he him? He was feeling just, it. But his yeah. tone on, but it's not something we do because he sounds so positive. Like, oh, I think about us dancing. And then it's the realization, but it's not something we do. Like he brings so much right. character to that line. And it's funny. I came across a YouTuber that reviewed this record 
I didn't even listen to what he said about it matters yet. I just scanned, I scanned through the transcript and found where he talks about it so we can play what he thought of the song in particular. I think he liked uh-huh. it. But at one point, he's got like these titles on the bottom of his video. And one says, admittedly, this YouTuber is not that familiar with Jimmy Eat World, but I'm pretty sure he can't pull this off live. Fuck that guy. Whoa. 100% Jim can pull this shit off live. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. <laughs> but I also I I here's the thing is he's not a fan. I'm not going to hold it against him for saying something like that. I think that's actually a really good compliment to Jim for, you know, coming into a band that you're apparently not that all that into or even familiar with. Yeah. Beyond like the middle or something and saying there's no way this guy can sing like this. And no, the truth is he actually can. So. <laughs> <laughs> he is that talented. Yeah. Um but yeah, so 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 yeah, there's the the amazing vocal delivery of that third line, and then the sum up at the end of it. Well, there's my dream. Doesn't it sound good to you? Right, and, and she pulls away. Yeah, and listen underneath because that's the first time that I'd listen to that that line or the the verse in in general that closely um, sonically, and you can hear a very faint. It's a very clean guitar underneath that's just playing mm. like arpeggiated chords underneath, and it's a very Jimmy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can hear, and you can hear That's that. Tom, baby. Yeah, you can hear it. Um, it's a very, it's a very distinct sound, sound of theirs. But it, it's just mixed so low, um, and it, maybe there it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't over, you know, it's not overbearing at all. Yeah, or, or and not only that, but at the end of that verse, the piano follows the vocal melody down that scale. Yeah, the dun 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 that. Yeah. Uh, oh, we just not that, but uh, the last line doesn't sound good to you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of the introduction with the the piano there. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. And I, I, there's no credit on this song for the keys, which is possible. It's just Jim. It's not very complicated, but I imagine sound quality wise, JMJ is big into modular synthesizers and stuff like that. I'm assuming this is JMJ original, uh, and it's probably just him playing that part. Yeah. And you know talking about the chords it's actually it's it's not a difficult song it's essentially four chords and the verse and the chorus have a difference of one chord so the verse is essentially uh g a b minor and then the chorus which has the more key of the song the, by the way <laughs> uh, which yeah the, the the actual key of the song would be it then in in um, I want to say it's in G. I mean, it, it, that's the that seems well, it says to be that the, the starting key is B minor. I, well, it actually, in terms when you look at the chords and where they're playing, I know, right? Um, I, you know, I'm trying trying to do this on the spot, and I want to say it's G. Whenever the song starts off on a chord, I usually say, "Oh, it's in the chord of G." Oh, I agree. Right, but there. I, assu- I, I I then I assume though that it's like when they say the key is in B minor. It's actually the, the the chords exist within the scale of B minor, and I don't know my scales that well, unfortunately. Right, and this is in the scale of this looks like it's in the scale of um, of, of looks like it's in the scale of G, but it's uh, the verse is just G G A B minor. It looks like it. Are I'm you so, picking a I'm bone s- with fucking tune bat, bro? Dude, man, you know what? I want to get them on the damn pod, man, so I they know. can clarify all this stuff. And you then- know what? You know what it is? It's when you have a Camelot at ten A, like it matters has your B minor does become a G. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they just all they do with the chorus is the same three chords, but instead of going from the A minor to the the B minor, they go from an A. I'm sorry, the A to the B minor. They go from an A to an F sharp minor to a B minor, and those are two minor chords in a row. But they they fit. They're in the same key, and it just makes it even more sad. 
when you listen to that mm-hmm. progression of when you pulled away, I say it's a, it's a, it's four separate chords, but the way that they walk through them is just very sad. Um, but yeah, if you want to learn this song, um, which we got the one guy for our, our covers that will listen to a bit of his man, it's a, it's a cool song to play uh, on acoustic, but not the easiest I song bet. to sing, man. Not the easiest song to sing. No, and I, but I, I, uh, and it has to do with that meter. The the, the yeah. vocal melody is not uh, complex, but the meter is mm-hmm. because it's not. He's not writing a perfect amount of syllables for each line. And he sings out, uh, not sings out, but he goes up. So he goes, I imagine talks that last all night. And then, but then he goes, never bring it up every day. He goes up there, right? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. easy to and sing um, acoustically if you're to. if you're trying to sing lower for the the first verse um, and the chorus. That's interesting. Yeah, verse two goes up, 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 yep, up, exactly. all the way to I think about us dancing, but it's not something we do. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Genius. Man, I, yes, exactly. These guys know what they're doing. Hey, man, they're figuring it out. They might be able. To, they might have a future at this. Oh, and by the way, uh, I know I, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead with the, the community stuff, but I made a note about I love Rick's bass walk down in the chorus. You can hear mm. it so when it, and it might also follow the piano you're talking about where he goes. Yes, yeah, and he does a lot of octave playing on the when a lot, a lot of octaves on this when he goes. Mm-hmm. Very cool. It's a it's a very Rick forward album. In yeah, this came up in the yeah in like you said in the community section. People's people hyped up this song as like somebody recently asked in the Facebook group what your favorite Rick baseline yeah. is, and because last week's episode was thinking that's all right, and that's what we were talking about recently. That was Rick's debut as the bassist. I said that one. Yeah. Um, but somebody brought up it matters for sure. Uh huh. Um, and then I was going to mention these lines from Genius, but No Name SL is on the same page as us. So, um. yeah. And yeah, there there's uh, some good annotations. But yeah, it's a it's kind of a lengthy explanation of the same stuff that we're saying. Yep. Here. And uh, did you come across the alt press article? No, I did. Yeah, that's it a, seems I, like I'm this... so like glued to the links that I always go to. I always forget to just Google the damn song. So alt <laughs> alt press. Alt Press is essentially like a press release, right? So this is this was posted on October 2019. I'm sorry, October 19 of 2016. And it very much um it's uh they're very much what did I put here in my notes? They're praising this album. So it's uh they're they're mentioning a lot of the history. So they talk about, oh, this is the band that had smash hits like Middle and Sweetness. All and also a deep cut favorites fan favorites like twenty three and for me this is heaven, but then they go on to explain how Integrity Blues has a lot to say, and they mention Justin Meldel Johnson who has helped with Paramore at that point, and they do mention a lot of the tracks. So they they talk about you with me, and the way I came across this article was because I searched for it matters, which actually doesn't show up at all in this article. However, Jim oh. Atkins is quoted by saying, uh, success is really being proud of your work, Atkins says. If you don't have that, nothing else really matters. So it's mm. uh, a different use of it mattering, but still uh, pretty poignant for what Jim has to say about this. But this is essentially like, a yeah, it's an alternative press release for the band's uh, album that's coming out, what, seven days? Yeah, seven days later. 
I'm going to send you a link real quick. Is this what you're referring to or is this uh, something different? Oh, I wonder if this didn't go directly to the file. Hold on. Yeah, let me make sure I've got our watch together link going and turn off that notification sound. My favorite, baby. So on the Jimmy share uh, that we're on with some Discord folks, there's this Jimmy Eat World letter. And the letter is a letter from Jim about Integrity Blues. Is this the same thing that you're reading or is this different thing that we should dig into? Because I don't think I did when we did the last um, episode. I'm just just uh, glancing over this. It doesn't look like they extracted this. It's a different, it's a complete article. Um, so this is different. Okay. But it doesn't look like they extracted any any uh, any pieces of this for that article. They must have just interviewed Jim, you know, when they did that that press release. I think because there's not a ton on this song, it would be worth reading this letter. Um, I'm not. I, I assume this went out with the press release for the record. There's info at the bottom about who Jimmy Eat World is, and that the record is available for, available for pre-order. But do you want to swap out paragraphs here and and yeah, sure, this man. Integrity Blues letter. Yeah. Um. So it starts with uh, it's about throwing away your default responses to life, accept life on the terms of life, and becoming willing to accept. The best any of us have is the to be in a state of progress. Yeah. Emotional injury is usually our own making, our ego fighting to selectively ignore reality that may not reflect our expectations. Wow. When we allow a moment of honesty and look at the gap between our expectations and reality, all too often we find a place to identify as a victim. We take the discipline. Well, isn't that my dream? It almost sounds like, well, isn't that my yeah. dream? Doesn't that sound good? <laughs> that sort of speaks to that, right? Absolutely. So he's got, maybe he's just paraphrasing the album in this, right? Maybe, uh, yeah. This has got to be what it is. We take the disappointment gap personally. There is some kind of sick reward in the uh, in imagined moral high ground. Self-righteousness leads to rationalizing tantrum behavior, which is never a good look, adding back into the feedback loop, reinforcing a lack of self-worth. Your enemy is you. And unfortunately, you know every button to push, every hidden fear, and every secret regret. You speak to yourself in your own voice. Man, this, I mean, we're, we're talking about it matters, but this sounds like it matters because he yeah. talks about, I imagine talks that last all night and uh, think about us dancing <laughs> and, but it's not something we do. Like, why would you even think about those things? <laughs> um, uh, it go back to, uh, and you have a very convincing pitch to work against your betterment in the hopes of those finish line type expectations. Maybe finally bringing you a sense of peace this time. Uh, you break that reverse feedback loop of reinforcing negative self-worth through action. Doing your best to accept and live as a person in progress doesn't mean you're going to always be happy. Staying on the best path you can may feel like lonely work sometimes, but then happiness is one of those fleeting finish lines. Integrity matters. Wow. Because if you let the answer of who do I need to be inform your question, what should I do? There just isn't room for that negative cycle to get traction. We are very excited to sh share all of this in Jimmy Eat World song form <laughs> with our ninth studio album called Integrity Blues. Can you believe it? Ninth! <laughs> Hitting streets both virtual and physical October 21st, 2016. Take care, Jim Atkins. Very cool. And that is the exact font, right, that they have taken for... Yes. Something like that. Now, um, so look, you you made a very, uh, very good observation about this is essentially It Matters. So let's take this back to the title of the album, Integrity Blues, and what they're saying in the beginning of this is, look, you are your enemy is you. Are you going to are you going to be real to yourself or not? I mean, are you going to drown? What's your integrity as a person like? Are you going to 
wallow in self-pity or are you going to be someone who's strong, which it seems in this song it matters what the guy is trying to do in this situation. He's trying to be, um, you know, as as crappy as their lives are together, he's trying to be the one that makes brings this to light and talks about it and is is making himself maybe feel better by bringing it up and you know, by verse two, we're talking about him that he's he he still imagines things that, and he doesn't want to bring stuff up. So maybe he's fighting with himself, his own integrity. But I think this is maybe it matters has more relevancy to the album Integrity Blues and this note than we think. Yeah, I even wrote that it's very indicative of the mood of the record, this song. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it absolutely could have been a single, but with as little as we found, apparently the internet did not think so. <laughs> right. I think it's a little slow to be a single. When you mentioned that earlier today, I thought sure, it's yeah. a little sleepy. I mean, it's got a very cool uh there's there's different portions of the song that you can get into and the harmonies which I I'm not sure I didn't listen to it. I don't know if if Jim stacked on this one. Um but for the chorus, you know, there's a lot that I sing along with when I listen to this album on It Matters because it yes. it it just pulls me in. Yeah, he does have um, uh, a two-part harmony, at least, on yeah. the chorus, for sure. Uh, they've played it 81 times. First time, I was there. Last time, I was there. Uh, oh, <laughs> first wow. time was on my birthday in 2016 at the Roxy. We went and saw them uh, for the first show of the Integrity Blues. I think it was the first show uh, of the Integrity Blues, like, jaunt. Uh, yeah. So I went with uh, Addison, our friend Addison, and our friend uh, Roy. Uh, me and Susie went with them for my birthday. And then the last time we went uh, was to the Wiltern show. Did you go to that Wiltern show in 2018? Can you mention any of the other bands that were playing? It might. I don't think so. You know, I don't remember who else. 2018 does not sound like a year that I did a lot of um, live show. attendance. Yeah. So Susie and I went with Addison and Kaylee to that show. And that was a good time. Uh, well, it's always I think a good we showed time, up man. just for Jimmy Eat World. So <laughs> um, I don't think we saw the openers. If we if we did, we caught the end of them. But JMJ yeah. was right behind us. And then we saw Tom by the bus after oh, uh, Tom yeah. and Joy were out by the bus. So we said, hey, Tom. <laughs> <He> said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was fun. I forgot we saw Tom after that show. So, yeah, 81 times. Uh, first time, October 2016. And last time, September 2018 uh, was the last time they played it. Um, and uh yeah love the piano work on this yeah um let's see what else do we have i've got uh nope i didn't even delete this stuff that's from last week <laughs> right let's take a listen to this guy i'm gonna copy this link and paste it into watch together yeah and let's see what the um the guy has to say about it matters this is just me having searched the transcript on youtube i have no idea what he says here uh so i want to jump to 410 am I doing? Four or two, close enough. That's the baby that eventually break into a Muse-esque math core breakdown, or the very clear Muse influence on the guitar tones, progressions, or even parts of the vocal line of Get Right. You know, wow, I have to admit, there's a part of me that actually thinks the brighter tones are a better fit for Jimmy Eat World. If only because of the tonal choices in the guitars against the bass melodies are so much stronger. A lot of that melody comes through, and when accented against the keys on it matters, the echoing piano tone and the borderline tremolo riff on the bridge of You Are Free, or the great melodic blur of the end Okay, that's all he said. This guy looks like Trey Parker. Yeah, he does. It's the <laughs> eyes. It's totally the eyes. Yeah, man. Haunting. Yeah, it's like if Trey Parker had a terrible haircut. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this guy's, like, all over the place about this album. Um, I thought he said more about It Matters. Um, oh, dang, I closed the watch together. Like, 
like a poser. Of course. <laughs> I'm opening it back up. That's there I am. Well, let me take a quick uh, a quick um, move over to the uh, the Facebook question. So you saw this one on the 29th of May. If yes. you had to choose Integrity Blues or Surviving, I was interested to see. Um, you know, I had to throw in my comment of how am I feeling, uh, right? Because <laughs> it depends. Sure. It depends on how you, you look at you look at the discography and you feel like, what am I feeling like today? And I feel like both of these albums have very different vibes to me. Um, the Integrity Blues, man, it, it's uh, it's kind of the it's in that same vein of a it's a it's an autumn cloudy day. Uh, album for me or if it's something that i have on in the background um i think i even mentioned this at one point in one of our other episodes i think it was this album let me just double check to look at these paul roger um yeah it uh it had to be this album it was when i was building this this my uh my jam my studio back here and i just uh-huh. needed music on so i had this album on heavy rotation. Mm. So I listened to it a lot. And I remember just getting to certain parts in that. And I would have to pause if I was, if I was, you know, putting mud on the walls or if I was hanging something, the drywall or putting something in just to pause to listen to certain parts. But it's a very easy listening album for me. Um, and it's like, it's got like a sultry little somber vibe to it. And you don't have to think too much. So I was, I was interested to see what people had. There was a ton of surviving in there. Seems like, but there was, I mean, I don't have counts on this, but it seems like there was a good, um, healthy amount of Integrity Blues uh, repping in there. Um, nice. Yeah, Rachel Webb, Integrity Blues every time, right? IB. Um, and then David Conway. I wanted to stop on his. David Conway, you're entitled to your opinion. Integrity Blues being the worst of the entire collection, apart from Clarity and Static Prevails, I'd have to go with Surviving, one of their best. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no wonder you have. Uh, no wonder you thought maybe people didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Sarah Richard comes in. You're allowed to your own. You're allowed your own opinion, even if it's wrong. See, we're also <laughs> we're also having so much fun in this. I love the uh, the vibe in this in this yeah. group, man. So it seemed like I don't know. I didn't do a count on this. There's 84 comments. It seems about 50 50, and then there's some uh, their errant comments like, uh, "Can I throw in?" Um, can I throw in damage? Can we do damage? Uh, yeah, but it, <laughs> there's, I mean, there's a lot of uh, good comments in here. A lot of, uh, thumbs up. Yeah. A ton of surviving. So maybe there's more surviving than integrity blues, but it didn't seem to, um, didn't seem to do that poorly. Well, good. Right. Shouldn't. <laughs> um, I've got, uh, let's take a listen to Jimmy world playing the song. Live. Yeah. Uh, this is that last time they played it at the Wiltern in 2018. I was at the show. See if it looks familiar. All right. <laughs> This one's called It Matters. See Robin rocking out back there.
Sounds good. So a few comments about yes. this. Um, I don't think I ever saw Robin Vining on tour until this latest tour was ah. surviving. So this does not sound familiar to me. Another thing, which is going to take me into uh, the next place that I wanted to go, was that uh, Rick and Tom have swapped. Okay. I don't remember seeing yes, them. Yes, which we brought swapped. up early in the show. Yeah, which I don't remember seeing them swapped like that before. Um, the show, the last show that I went to before that, it was still Tom on the left, Rick on the right. Yeah. And, and who, uh, what's the lighting guy doing here? Rick, Rick's not even lit here. He's f- fucking killing it over there. But before I even realized. I love the long hair he's got going on. So he started around 2016. so long. Oh, man. And came across. Uh, on the subreddit, a very uh, there's a topic: Tom and Rick switching places on stage seven months ago by Meta Luke. So he says this oh, okay. in uh, uh-huh. probably in response to the surviving tour, I'm assuming. And so that's how they they've done it so far. They kept it since Integrity Blues. And a certain Duke Nuke Twelve comes in and says, <laughs> "Closest I've gotten to solving this mystery was this Twitter response from Zach saying it was his fault." And Zach says. Oh, and Caitlin Hughes shows up in this one. Uh, Rick, That's right. Yeah, Rick told me once, but I was drunk then, so the world may never know. And then Zach just says, it's my fault. <laughs> but Which I don't no- get. I mean, <laughs> I guess he, you know what it is? Because Rick is next to Zach here, and Zach is way off on stage right now. Yep. Uh, as opposed to in the center, so maybe they want to be near each other. That's That was, and- was going to be my, uh, my reasoning yeah. for that. So maybe he just wanted, he decided, or he, you know, maybe when they were setting this tour up and they said, yeah, just put me, put me on stage right, uh, that'll be fine. And then he, then he d- didn't realize that Rick chills over there on stage left. That's his normal. Well, they you know. played through once and he was like, oh, I don't know, man, I need Rick over yeah, here. Yeah, get him over here. I can't do this without the thumb. Sorry, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a cool, um, I mean, it's a cool layout there. I wish I had gone to that show. It's a good show. It's a chill show for sure. I mean, it's you know Integrity Blues show. I love the street lamps that they did oh, yeah. for that tour. Um, they even did that because I saw them at Weenie Roast or not Weenie Roast, uh, Acousta Christmas, and they brought those out at the Forum. So I saw them play three times with those street lights. Three times that I remember. I almost feel like I might have been a fourth somewhere in there. And I wonder but, where the um, street lights reside now. You know who has those? If it's a fan, they're like, we're not going to use these anymore. Do you want to take them? You know. Oh, yeah, so we cool. should bring that up again on the next Integrity Blues episode. I feel like I remember them talking about fabricating them. Yeah. And and hearing about who did it and all that stuff. I'll have to look at that. Uh, maybe we'll do it on the Integrity Blues title track or something. Um, so, yeah, I found this other video I didn't watch. I don't know what it is. It might be just be a lyric video. I'm going to hit play on it real quick. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it might be a cover, ahead. in which case that, that, that kind of pivots us into covers really quick, but I don't know what it is. Let me see. Looks like the OS X background. It's... Probably a lyric oh, video. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna skip forward. Oh, not even. Oh, it's, it's just, just a Mac desktop, yeah. <laughs> Mac OS desktop <laughs> with the name of the song and the artist on it. I mean, okay, cool. Um, that's from Pixamary YouTube user Pixamary. Oh, I should say that it matters that the forum was from Art something or other. Is it Art West? That's who posted that. Um. This is all to get to. So finally, I finally did something at least. Went to Toombat. Toombat recommended a bunch of songs. I took the first song, which was Incubus's I Miss You. 
and I went to a website called Rave something or other. And not only was I able to put two YouTube videos in, it, and it, it took a long time and created a mix. Like, I just let it load in the background, and then 20 minutes later, I came back, and it was, like, exporting something. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what it is. And then it's like, share it. And so I clicked the YouTube button, and then it went to YouTube. So uh, eagle-eyed people might have seen our Twitter post for a second, because I think I have it set. Like, if something posts to YouTube, it automatically goes to uh-huh. Twitter. And oh, so uh, I deleted the tweet really quickly, but some people might know the song was coming. Um, uh, but so I mixed Jimmy World's It Matters and I Miss You. And I have not heard the uh, we're going to hear it live. I have no idea what <laughs> Rave DJ did. So let's take That's a look. That's it. That was the one we talked about a couple episodes ago. Oh, so I found it then. Whoa, this oh. is sick. This <laughs> is so cool. To know that you feel the same as I do is a three phone you so Oh boy. Here we go. Maybe, maybe this will fade out. Pretty cool transition. Yeah. I think the problem is I don't think I miss you as in four four time. Yeah. I think it's like in five four time. Still really good. Wow. Yeah. So I think you're right that there are, let's say one song's got like. Uh, I think I Miss You might be in 5 4 time. Let me see. Because it does seem like it has that little uh, turnaround at the end. Like, caca, Of then, all the shit that Toonback gives me, it doesn't give me the time signature. <laughs> Incubus is very like uh, uh, math rocky. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so I would say that that song's probably in five four time because it is a four count, but it's five counts of four. I think if it wasn't, and I do know that song. If it wasn't for the the portions of it where it, I felt like they were mid verse on like Jimmy Eat World right. and then just starting a verse or ending a verse. If it wasn't for that, it actually it, it gelled pretty well. Yeah, I'm stoked to revisit Rave DJ uh, in the future for my Tomb Bat mixes. Yeah. So. so before, I think what I did is I linked to actually the, like the Rave DJ website, which did a similar uh-huh. thing. But now it seems like I love that they've programmed this kind of stuff that not only do you throw in two songs, but their program grabs them, chops them up, syncs it, and then all automatically posts it to YouTube. Or at least allows you to share it. Isn't and it cool? makes yeah, it makes a video with wipes of which yes. song is in the foreground and everything. Oh, it's so yes, good. This Whoever is... did that, and I think there was a donate link. I'm fucking donating. Yeah, I will too. That's, that's, that's worth really it. good. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Way to go, rave DJ. Yeah. All right. So, and I, I was like, uh, one of these days, I just got to sit down and do the mix. Now, nope. nope. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, okay. So that was that. Um, uh, what else do I? That was the mix. I was very excited to get to the mix. Very cool. Um, I don't. Oh, I have one more video. Let me see what this is. I don't know what this is. Yep, looks like it's just. I didn't know what Teddy Killer meant. Oh, this is the translation. Ah, uh, traducida. So, let's see. Oh, yep. Okay. Got it. Which okay. you, you ever get like let's say we did you watch um oh my gosh, Heisenberg. Did you watch uh Breaking Bad, yes. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Yes. I don't know if they did this, but that's a very it's a it's a Southwest New Mexico, even Mexico vibe. There may have been a point in this where they'll take a contemporary song and they'll completely mm. re revive it for um like a like a live cantina style song with the with a woman singing the lyrics, like something like this. I could see it matters being sung in Spanish, and you don't catch on to it immediately. Yeah, you kind of you can, you do kind of catch on to the the music underneath, but then the lyrics, obviously, unless you speak Spanish, you don't really know what they're saying. But I, I if I could hear someone sing this in Spanish, I think that'd be pretty cool. But it's nice that they did the translation. That's that really would be. Nice. I went to see if like Mariachi Divas did it or not. Yeah, um, but I don't see a video of it or anything. Not this song in particular, but like if Mariachi Divas ever did like a Jimmy World song. Uh-huh. Didn't find anything. Okay. So I don't have anything ex- except for our one cover. I do have a few other things for our community though. Yeah. If I was to say this to you before we go into the the, the, the cover that we have, um, I'm gonna try to describe this. And this is uh this would be like a text um what is the word? It's like a text emoji right it's before oh an emoji <laughs> or oh i see yeah yeah yeah. like yeah uh, what does it call it um shit what do they call it i know it's there's like a, there's a term for it and i can't think of it because i'm so stuck on ascii yeah ASCII. And, yeah okay so this is ASCII all of this. This, this was from three <laughs> years ago in the subreddit from jolly chris it matters and then there's an ellipses and it's just the sideways. I'm assuming it's a sad face because it's the, the sad face with the asterisk with, a, with an asterisk. Uh-huh. Right, and yeah. then, am I right? What do you gather from this? Without looking, and I'm sure you've already seen the comments. What do you gather from that? Um, uh, they it gives them the feels. Yeah, that's what I get too. And the first, the top comment, Hamilton Bartholomew, uh, seven points. I don't get it. Right, you're not looking deep inside <laughs> for this. Yeah, 
Yeah, it does. I get it gives me the feels, man. It matters. You get it. If you listen to the lyrics, I mean, maybe they just didn't listen to the lyrics or maybe they just don't give Integrity Blues its uh, its uh, its credit. But uh, yeah, I, it, it gives me the feels, man. It's a it's a slow burn of a record, and there, but there's some heavy hitters on there. The yeah, it's a great moody record. Yeah. I think it came out like at the perfect time. Yeah, like this would have been a bummer to come out in like April. Yeah, because then you would I would have <laughs> right but into for spring, it to come man. out in October. I think the first time I heard it was at night. Uh, it's just a perfect night winter record. Yeah. So um uh yeah. I did see that user PMC sixty four had a post that said, What's your favorite song from each album? And PMC sixty four and five others had this listed as their favorite off of Integrity Blues. Very cool. And then Pebble Swift ran the Survivor. Uh and this made it to round seven and tied with thirteen votes each with You Are Free. And then Walking on a Wire's Survivor, it was eighth place, and it tied with My Enemy with six votes. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, Leanne Matthews from Facebook says, It Matters, my new favorite song. I've had Jimmy Eat World on repeat for a few days, and I'm really, really listening to the songs uh, of the albums, which I don't listen to as much. So Leanne discovered the song and loves the song. <laughs> and then Jonathan Lee is that one uh, that loved rick's bass work he says it matters holy cow i can't state enough how much i love that bass line <laughs> it really is it is sick line. and I'm, I'm excited to hear the other um the other tracks on this album with him uh with him in mind and how jmj sort of pronounced his his bass work or let him do his thing and then also said you know what? we're gonna yeah. bring you up in the mix a little bit i think you need a little bit more uh well jmj is a bass player yeah he has a yeah. he has a, a, a fender custom shop bass and everything yeah, everyone else leaves the studio. He looks at Rick, gives him the wink, and says, I'm going to hook you up. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this did not appear in Jake T. O'Donnell's top It 100. didn't? That was my next question. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we talked about it earlier. Is this like the most track three track? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's great, but it's also there. Um, but it does seem to be a good thesis statement for their album, considering right. Jim's little letter for the press release. Right. And so this comes this comes right after the the uh, the album's initial single, right? Sure and certain the correct the, the debut single. So yeah, it's it's got a strong position. It doesn't have it's a nice ebb to the flow, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, Straight Arrow on Chorus FM says, "I love Pass the Baby, but It Matters is the best sounding song on the album. The bass is fantastic." <laughs> and then I have a pair of comments. One of uh, one from Defco nineteen says it matters. Fucking wrecks me. <laughs> and then Jord uh, Jordash or Jordal Jordalsh Jordalsh Encore says it matters is just crushing. So I'm glad uh, it gets that's the, all appre- I have that, for that kind of appreciation. Yeah, that's also a Jimmy World song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I didn't have any more yeah. for a community. Did you want to go into this? Uh, oh, the, I have one, one random thing before we go to Hit the cover. Um, because I was like, we only have one cover. I, I have to find a random thing. Uh, it's called Jimmy Eat World of Warcraft. <laughs> and I came across it on Bandcamp, I think. Let's see where it is. Let's see if it plays and watch together. In Texas. It's better than what I came across. I came across, across Blood Farts 1. Um, yeah, I need which... a browser extension. <laughs> you do. Blood farts one. What yeah. what did you uh that was good? They did it matters. 
and they're from uh, Long Beach. But all of their images are images of birds staring at the camera, which I guess is kind of kind of cool. But uh, huh? And I is guess that you the know cover what? you're gonna play? I no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. That was one of the the extras if we had time and you felt adventurous. But uh, you know what? This um, so the way the Bandcamp creates these subdomains is whoever gets it first gets that initial uh, listing, right? So. Uh, apparently uh, there is another blood farts that exists on Bandcamp because they are blood farts one. <laughs> so uh, anyway, go ahead and, and tell that's me. That's amazing. And that <laughs> that link, interesting that link I sent you is not working. It was called uh, Jimmy Eat World of Warcraft. All right, let's see if I can. I get found this. it. Interlude. All right. Oh, interesting. They must have. Um, they must have pulled the track. Really? It's not there anymore. Yeah. Released July seventeenth, twenty twenty. So maybe it's just not out yet. We'll have to revisit this. Oh, that's that's interesting. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, except all the pizza is vegan by Cat Size Dog. Whoa. Let me see if I can. Uh, yeah, it's not going to. Huh. Oh, I'm interested in that. That is interesting. Um, Cat Size Dog, come on the pod. Yeah, Cat Size Dog. Let's see. Jimmy World. Yeah, yeah. So I'll do. Let me do one last thing. Yeah, it's not. It, I can't. We can't get it. Wow. Interesting. All right. So let's hear our one cover. All right. Let's do this. Okay. This is. Um, this guy don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude. Let me just copy this. And uh, so this is Wes Scantlin of Puddle of Mud playing It Matters. Oh wait, is that who this is? Doesn't it look like him? Isn't that crazy? I guess I I just made the joke about Honey Badger. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Trap we build ourselves, we can be without. When you pull away, I say it matters. With a quiet face, I break, I shatter. And okay, we'll train. But after nothing new to see, say what you. wanted to dunk on him. I didn't expect that voice. Yeah. I imagine talks the last all night. Never bring it up every day I want to. I think about us dancing, but it's not something we do. Well, there's my dream, doesn't it sound good? on the yeah that was tight yeah it kind of what, what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on ovation guitars 
I don't ha- it, it, I don't know enough about them. Um, yeah. is that what that was? It sounds like it. I'm I'm Did you, that have like a is that is that where it has a um uh, a plastic back? Yes. Like a curved back on the uh, I don't know. I bet they're comfortable as hell to play. Yeah, you can't so you can't uh, when I've played them, uh, you know, I would go into Guitar Center and I don't know if we had any yep. at, at World Music there. I don't think we had any of those in, but you can't stand up and play one without a strap. It just slides down. But they've got such a unique sound that I think they've they've got a following where people say, "Oh, I love the Ovation sound." It it has kind of a I don't know if you could tell there, like a kind of you can tell there's a plastic that the sound is reflecting yes. off of. Yep. But they they've it sounded pretty crisp. I have a Ibanez Artwood, and it's the best acoustic guitar I've ever played. So uh, nothing will ever sound as good as that. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like Ibanez guitars. I was going to say I Ibanez up- isn't that. Um, isn't that like the second? Is that the is that the same as Epiphone to um, what is oh, it? Is it is I don't it, know. You know, there's a second. To there's Gibson? a second tier. No, I don't think yeah. so. No, okay. I don't think so. Like Squire Defender, um, right? Is, is is that the same thing? Correct. Yeah. No, I think Ibanez is just Ibanez. I don't okay. think there's like a Lex. I don't think there's a Lexus to this Toyota. Okay. <laughs> I never went down the whole Ibanez thing. I do have uh, my Ibanez Iceman, but that was given I to me went, by Mike. Um, I went to Guitar Center and played probably 20 different acoustics, including Martins and stuff. And it was the best sounding one. So I bought it. Yeah. And it was $309. (laughs) Yeah. Martin are a, uh, Martin are a step above. You got to deal with yours, man. Yeah. My mom was like, oh, I'll buy you whatever one. uh, But it has to be under $1,000. And I was like, oh my God. So I'm starting to look at Martins and shit. Right. And, um. And no, I just bought an Ibanez Artwood. Yeah. And I keep Elixir strings on it and it sounds perfect all the that's time. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my gear corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song It Matters by Jimmy World? Um, it's a slow creep, but this is a, a definite jam. I'm I'm glad that this was uh this was our first venture together into Integrity Blues, man. I like it. This is uh this is a top track for me on this album so far. Uh yeah. I think it definitely sets the tone. It's one of the tracks I think of when I think of this record. Um, and I think it could have, should have been a single, but yeah, it would have been a weird, <laughs> hey, everyone wants, wants to go have a party and have fun. Um, this, I don't know. Yeah. What radio station would play this, but yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's like, here you, me should be a single, you know what I mean? But no one's going to play it. Right. You have to get into that after listening to the album and then, Oh, you find it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I guess, uh, yeah, that's all, uh, that's all I can think to say. Yeah. This world that we're living in, man, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. And um, maybe you can tie in our little salutation to uh, to, to the message that we want to deliver. Mm, right. That is a good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, while we're all uh, sitting around and uh, evaluating how much just how much Black Lives Matter, uh, I want everybody to remember to uh, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Short and Sweetness, the podcast within a podcast in the form of a guest spot where I, James, your host, talk for five minutes or less about whatever Jimmy World song David and Justin asked me to do. Today in this first episode, we're going to be talking about It Matters, the third track off their 2016 album Integrity Blues. This was not a single, it was a, you know an album track. 
And I think that in order to understand what's going on in this song, it's important to listen to this letter that Jim Adkins wrote um, regarding the content of Integrity Blues, uh, specifically the third paragraph. So this is the third paragraph of that letter. Your enemy is you, and unfortunately, you know every button to push, every hidden fear, and every secret regret. You speak to yourself in your own voice, and you have a very convincing pitch to work against your betterment in the hopes of those finish line type expectations, maybe, finally, bringing you a sense of peace this time. So if we take that as sort of our translator and we take it over to the lyrics for It Matters, the first thing that jumps out at me is the, first, is the last line of the first verse. It says, a trap we build ourselves we can't be without. So that, I feel like that's exactly what he's talking about in that third paragraph. If you build the trap yourself, you know all of the things that you are and aren't able to do so you can build a perfect trap and you can never escape it because it's always with you. And if you start to escape it, you can build it for yourself better. And that's scary. So then the chorus uh, starts, when you pull away, I say it matters. With a quiet face, I break, I shatter. Then okay, we'll trade, but after nothing new to see. So when I first listened to this song, I thought that perhaps this was a couple sort of having issues and not being as intimate or as close as they'd like to be or as uh, they, they once were. And I think that that's a valid interpretation, but I think that there's also something here about a person with their inner self or with the person that they'd like to be. Um, there's definitely expectations not being met here. And I think that uh, the with a quiet face, I break, I shatter sort of implies a mirror. I know that it's a metaphorical shattering internally, but I think there's a mirror implied there. So I think that perhaps there's something going on with the okay, then okay, we'll trade, but after nothing new to see. It's like if you swap places with yourself, like your ideal self, if you if you get everything you ever wanted, would you be different? You wouldn't. You'd be still you'd still be you, and you'd maybe just be still as unhappy because you haven't done the work inside. Then the second verse is all about a more concrete expectation, perhaps of a romantic nature. It says, "I imagine talks that that last all night. Never bring it up, but every day I want to. I think about us dancing, but it's not something we do." So. This does feel like there's a second person, but I think it sort of speaks to the same theme of having expectations and being disappointed when they aren't met. Jim Atkins later in the letter says, the way to break that loop is to take action. Whether that's, you know, action for those around you or action within yourself, rather than having an identity crisis and asking yourself, who am I? What, I, what do I want? You say, what should I be doing? So instead of having it be about yourself, you turn it into an action because then yourself can't set a trap of expectations because then you're just going to be doing your best, uh, you know, trying your best and uh, doing all that you can. So um, <laughs> that is, a, that is a, a deep song. It took me a couple of listens to get it as well as finding that letter. If you want to read the letter in full, it is on the Integrity Blues Genius page. Uh, for the album so and i do recommend you read it because it's very very cool to read and sort of inspirational as perhaps you've picked up from my loose interpretation of it if you want to talk a little bit about the music it's down tempo uh, maybe a minor key it's sort of jimmy world at their most reflective 
which always yields some very interesting thoughts and discussions. So that's going to do it for me uh, for this first episode of Short and Sweetness. I hope you've enjoyed taking this journey into the song It Matters with me, and I hope to do another one whenever I'm called to. You can find me on Twitter at UnabashedJames, and I hope you'll reach out to tell me how you like the show. Talk to you later. Bye.